girlfriend and all that kind of shit or your wife and all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Right. But then what happens is that people take advantage of it. Yeah, that's And true. as long as you're on FMLA, you your job is pretty much protected for a while. Yeah, yeah they can't fuck with you. They can't fuck with you. That's why they got those inspectors at the post office. Yeah. I haven't seen... I haven't seen... Well... I want to know, because I hear, like, you know, people, who, or, like, you know, I guess they're, like, fraud. I think of they're course. private eye people that yeah. go and check on people. Yeah, when people's see, backs are yeah, hurt. Yeah, and they're, they they're over there fucking yeah, cutting raking, the grass yeah. and raking and shit. And, yeah. Dude. Well, I mean, yeah, I would get in trouble because even when my back was, when I was out with my back injury for, mm. for the, what, six months or some shit like that. Like, I still, life had to go on. Like, yeah, I still, still to had shit. to do shit. Yeah, yeah, for real. You know what I'm saying? And nobody was telling me shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just couldn't lift anything above my head. Yeah, it's like, well, how are you doing that? Well, you, know, you know how to manage yeah. shit and stuff Yeah, like pain that. management is number one yeah. in life, I think. Oh, pain dude, fucking speaking of one. pain management. Like, I, I bought these new shoes, right, yeah, for, for work. Cause Frankenstein ones? Fuck, yeah. They're like, uh, well, you know, they're postal assigned shoes and ooh, shit. So that what they're doing now at our office. Huh? No, not even. These fucking things. They're, they're, it's, a, it's a fucking, it's a fucking rack. A racket. For real, dude. Like, they give us an allowance, right? It's 450 now before it was three something. When it was three something, the shoes were like $80, $90. But the minute they gave us four four hundred and fifty dollars, mm-hmm. it went up to a hundred and sixty dollar pair of fucking boots. Fuck, a fucking pair of fucking boots, right? Boots like real boots, though. Yeah, real boots. Well, okay, like I, I have the box right there. I can show you, but no, it's, okay. it's the <laughs> but they have to be green tag now. Uh-huh. What does that mean? Green tag. There's a green tag on. I our know, shoes. but I, I, well, you know what? They they choose these shoes uh-huh. for um for a reason mm-hmm. because if you fall. And it catches you. So I guess it inflates. It does something, right? It's like yeah. it just, you know, it's a slip and fall fucking work yeah, shoe, right? Yeah, 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 so yeah. It's if you're like, wearing your own yeah. shoes, uh-huh. they're gonna blame you. So I guess it was like a whole union thing and a work mm-hmm. thing where they kind of like met at the middle. It's like, well, you have to wear these shoes yeah. because if you don't and you get hurt on the job, you fall or something, we're gonna blame your footwear because that's the first thing they do. It you makes fall sense. down. They look, yeah, it makes yeah. sense, right? But the shoes are horrible. They're hella uncomfortable, and I'm only heavy. They, and they got different varieties, right? They have even New Balance makes mm-hmm. them. Um, but I only had one pair of shoes that were actually very, they were like cool. They were mm-hmm. like soft. They weren't as heavy and yeah. whatnot. But anyway, so I got these ones, right? They had Velcro. No. <laughs> I have to wear fucking something that goes past my ankles. You Why don't you just wear like ankle socks? Like I do. Socks that do I wear double socks? No, no. I'm talking about like mm. there. It's a slip on ankle support. Oh yeah, I got and those you too. Tie it. Okay. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. yeah, those are good. But I wore mine out. The the shoe thing ripped. The bottom. Yeah. The bottom. Like I guess. Uh, yeah. Well, my foot went it's, through it. It's supposed to be for oh so many miles. <laughs> yeah. No, I think dude. basketball players change them every game. Yeah, no, my so, shit lasts for like a couple of months. Yeah, and that's disgusting, yeah, dude. Yeah, well, you're you not do? supposed. These things are fifteen bucks a fucking piece. Every I can't I can't just wear them for a month. I'm gonna wear them till they go to to shit. You but know they mean? lose their support. They do. They do, but no. What what happens like with them? The bottom belt. part, yeah, yeah, it just rips. Uh-huh. Eventually, it just rips right because of the rubbing and what yeah. not. Well, anyways, so it's been, uh, it's been like my left foot. It's been rubbing the top part of my toe, right? Oh. 
and so it's just rubbing every fucking time I, I'm walking downhills. It's like I can feel that shit just like, oh, just, and after a while. Oh, dude, all day for fucking 12, yeah. 10 hours. Yeah, that'll fuck with that you. That shit, I'm like, I'm like, fuck. That shit's making me irritated as fuck. Of dude. course. I'm like getting On cranked. the top or the side? The top. Because I've had some shoes where it fucks with the, like, the right side of my foot. Mm, mm-hmm. And... Like all day doing with that shit, you're like, "Fuck, my foot is hurting." It's like rubbing it raw. So, so what do you have? Like a corn now? No, I never knew what. I don't know what that corn and bunions. Yeah, I've heard the term. I don't even want to Google that shit. Yeah. Oh no, you never want to Google (laughs) those are feet. (laughs) Any fucking like, uh, like uh, was that a podiatrist? Uh Is that a foot doctor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's the the most disgusting. Uh, uh, Close to a coochie doctor. Yeah, a foot doctor has got to be worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though you could say a proctologist is bad too, because you're dealing with like, you know, guts. Yeah, guts and buttholes. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying. But uh, but I can see the feet and yeah, feet and vaginas, are disgusting. Dude, after dude. A while, feet dude. Of a, yeah, they're wore out. Yeah, you're like oh, like oh, this. And once in a while, you get a pretty one, right? But then after a while, it's like oh, all you're doing is like you could tell probably she looks like a bat. Yeah, like you could probably <laughs> tell by the race. <laughs> and say oh yeah she's got some flappers like this one very nice and taut yeah well well anyway so it's like and then it was just fucking me up dude and yeah. so when i got home you iced them i was yeah i was icing them and uh just stretching it and it was still like just painful at night and so i was like yo i'm gonna just fucking blaze up this is the point of the story by the way so uh I haven't done it in a minute. I've, right? I haven't heard you talk about it. Yeah, I haven't done it in a minute, right? So, it was it was I charged it up, right? Because the mm-hmm. last time I tried it, it didn't it didn't have no battery. Yeah, and this time charge it up, it's still on red. Uh, and I was like, let me. They, but then I'm I'm sucking yeah. on this shit, and then uh, the oil comes out. Oh, did you tighten it too much? I don't know. You could tighten them joints. Is too that much. is that yeah, what happened? You could tighten them too so, much. So, oh. I got a lot of the oil in my mouth. Oh my god! And I was hit. I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Yo, that can't be good, dude." This is like, I was like, "Wait a minute!" And I'm thinking about a story I heard of um, Tommy Chong, uh-huh. where he took some oil, and it was just like the toothpick. Yeah. And uh, he had to walk around his neighborhood for hours, <laughs> like a zombie. Yeah. Because he couldn't stop. He just yeah. like I can't just stop. For some reason, it was like you fucked them up, and I was like, "Oh no, yeah. <laughs> right!" And I was in space, dude. I was in the fucking moon, dude. It just—it wasn't bad. I thought it was gonna be really bad, but I was coming in and out. Yeah, right. I was like passing out because it was late yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was falling asleep, but then I would wake up, and everything would just be like waves like whoa whoa oh, and i was like yo <laughs> i hope i don't wake up like this right but then I was this just was like, yesterday no this is the day before yesterday uh, okay. the day before yesterday yeah 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 and um yeah yeah and then i was like shit dude it was just really bothering me and i, I couldn't and after a while i couldn't sleep so i started watching um uh the incredible kimmy mm-hmm. the incredible kimmy schmidt something like that that redhead chick on in Netflix. Mm-hmm. The show's funny, dude. Mm-hmm. That show's funny. It's I was a sitcom. Yeah, it's like um, Thirty Rock. Cause uh, Tina Fey wrote, uh, did oh, okay, it. Okay, it's been, okay. It has like six seasons. 
What? Six seasons. I've never heard of this I was show. just I was just watching it and this shit's hilarious, dude. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, this is funny. It's like old school 30 rock funny. Okay, you know what okay, I mean? Okay. And I was dying because they have this uh this gay black dude that had me dying. <laughs> shit, dude. I was just dying. He was saying some crazy shit. And um yeah, and then I you know, I was passing out. Yeah. But it wasn't that bad. I felt actually all right. I felt good. And it did the next day. I didn't feel the pain no more. Yeah. And I think um it was like I wasn't as lit. I was I was functioning. Yeah. But the pain, it wasn't bothering me. Like I could feel it and I'm walking. Mm-hmm. Uh but it wasn't like uh, you probably broke in the shoe too. I hope so. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I was like, cause I was like, dude, either I'm high or it's not that bad today. Yeah. I'm you still probably high. Just broke it in. Yeah, but I was like, oh shit. Cause it was like a a bunch of it came out. Yeah. And I was like, Did you did you try it since to see if it did it again? Yeah, last night. And no, no, I didn't. No, no oil. No, time. no, I didn't. Really? It, it's You're like it's sucking on it too hard. It feels like there's something clogged them, in there. The vacuum, though, right? Is there? I don't know, cause it, it, I'm hitting it, and it's like you know when you hit something and it's like clogged, and then all of a sudden it unclogs, uh, right? But I don't taste anything. Are you preheating the oil? No, I don't think so. Yeah, preheat. How do you preheat it? You just tap it two times, and it goes through a cycle. Son of a bitch! You see, yeah, I know dude, these things. Well, one, the, first of all. You gotta make sure that you don't, cause that that those things are notorious for um, if you screw them too tight. If you screw it too tight, mm-hmm. it, so back it up a little bit, then do it, and then see if that helps. Yeah, I don't even know why. I'm not even gonna like fuck taking ibuprofen or anything like that. It's like there's no point. It's not that much of a pain reliever, dude. That, let's not joke yourself. Like, that shit. It, that like it could have it could have hurt, or you your your shoe could have broken in. But dude, when, like a, no, it's been happening all week. Like like it's not a fucking painkiller, dude. Uh, to me, it is, man. Because I mean, no fucking painkiller. I mean, well, I'm not taking ibuprofen or Tylenol for headaches, anyways. Yeah. You know, I just like, okay, I, I it, it hurts. You just tough it out? Yeah, I just tough Fuck it out. that. I tough it out. I got, I, when I get those allergy headaches where my fucking eyeballs want to rip out, dude, mm-hmm. like, I gotta take some. The worst I've ever had it was when I had a, a sinus infection. That's what I'm talking about. Like, along those lines. See, my, my But shit, I couldn't see. My shit. Oh, I never don't have that. I couldn't bad. see that shit. The, yeah. the light was fucking with me. I'm like, dude. Yeah, that sounds like a migraine. Yeah, um, and it was like all like it felt like someone hit me upside yeah, the head dude, with a like, hammer. Well, sometimes that shit just creeps on. It's funny because it creeps on late in the day. Well, I guess while well, the wind is just whipping around and you don't notice that you're out and about amongst all these fucking your tolerance must be high. Then. The happening, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, fuck, dude. Like by the end of the day, I'm not only am I tired, but I can feel. My face just want to fucking explode. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's just pressure. But back in the days too, when I used to get those, I would just smoke a cigarette. I never, I never had this problem until my late twenties, dude. Maybe your glasses, so fucking, dude. No, it's it's allergies. My glasses. Get well, I mean, because you know you're looking. I'm not. I'm trying to be funny. You know, you're trying to be hilarious. <laughs> no, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> no, you know, maybe your glasses. No, because you know you're looking through, weighing down on your like bridge. magnifying glasses. No, I'm fucking not. That's practically what they are. <sighs> They are. They're. They're. You know, if you look up the history, I don't want to look at no. The microscope came first. Fucking give me no motherfucking history. Motherfucking optometry. Give me that. But uh, what's we call it? If it, if maybe uh, if your eyes are changing, right? No, it's allergies, motherfucker. (laughs) 
That's <laughs> just it's, it's fucking allergies. I haven't had any allergy issues. It, At least you don't think you know. I haven't had any. I when I get them, I get them though. Because like, Chris it, has them. I know Bob has. Yeah, them. I have them too. Like my eyes will get yeah. like bloodshot red, uh, okay. and then I feel that itch where I'm then like you rubbing do have my allergies. nose. But I haven't had any. I mean, In like wow. Well, I haven't felt it. Like, everyone's been having allergies. Yeah, no. It I haven't bad. felt them this time. It's crazy. Because I get them at work, and I'm, like, rubbing my nose, and all of a sudden, I'm bleeding. You know? It's I'm walking around pussy, like... that's what... <laughs> um, what was I going to tell you? Um, play the fucking intro. Oh, yeah. The computer's not even working, is it? Yeah, it is. I, oh, I think okay. it is. Is it plugged in? There it goes. It's time to join Break It Down. I had a similar experience to yours uh, on Saturday. With the f- oh, uh, the just week? getting lit, just getting lit, laid, just getting lit. Um, <laughs> I had eaten a half a gummy, and so like these are thirty milligram gummies. So then I just ate half of it, or maybe less than half. And I know my tolerance with them joints. You know what I'm saying? I just need a little bit, and I'm able to function and still watch TV. I could watch a movie and still stay awake. Uh-huh. That because I hate that shit where. I I eat something and then like I'm zonked out. I'm mm. sleeping. Like, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's a beautiful sleep. It is. Don't get me wrong. It's a beautiful sleep. I feel really comfortable. But I sometimes I want to watch a movie and see if I laugh a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like I I want to enjoy it for a while. Mm-hmm. So then what I ended up doing was. Um, I did that, and I'm like, all right, cool. Let me wait a half hour, because gummies hit faster than anything else. It's, it's a trick. Yeah, it's like pure. It's just the way the sugars, I think, break oh, it yeah, down. You saying. know what I'm saying? Where chocolate takes a little bit of time. And yeah, it's heavier. Yeah, definitely heavier. It depends. I, I think it's just the way the your body reacts to the uh, to the food and, and the way it just takes down the sugars of the uh, gummy lot faster that's like 15 20 minutes and that shit boom whereas sometimes a chocolate it's about an hour and a half mm-hmm. you know and then it then you're in the zone you could feel it creeping see because i forget you could feel it creeping but you know it won't you won't really get full full steaming until like an hour and a half later then you're like whoa 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 <laughs> but then the gummy is pretty quick and it's pretty active and it's, does it last longer i uh, noticed with the vape thing it doesn't last that it long. doesn't last long at all no you're absolutely you know right. what i mean unless and, and, you're yeah. eating unless you suck in the oil <laughs> yeah um it does it last yeah it lasts for it depends on how much you're eating though right because i don't i don't do i don't do anything over what i want to be able to yeah why would you want to uh some people have tolerances and so they could go higher that's fucking crazy um if i didn't have kids and i didn't have anything to do yeah your boy would experiment i'd probably barf a couple times you know what i'm saying but uh call the police yeah (laughs) um i am but so so what i ended i know i God, it's, uh, I even now with five ten milligrams, I'm looking in the mirror like, "What are you doing? Are you should you? be ashamed." <laughs> like, dude, I have so many moments like that, dude. Um, 
So I'm there and I'm like, boom, you know, I take it. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And I'm like, you know what? I, you know what? You know what? I'll take this up a notch. Some Averna. So I go oh, and I pour some Averna. Amaro. That's oh, Amaro. Is, it, uh, is that the Costco that's one? That's the, no, that's no Nino. I want to try that one. That's delish. Mm. Uh, no, the Averna is the $20 one. The $25 one is taller. It's the one that you liked it that tasted uh, mm-hmm. like a hazelnut-ish. Mm. Um so yeah, I'll get a, gla- I get a glass of two fingers worth of that. You know what I'm saying? That sounds and, awesome. And then I'm just there chilling, watching Rosemary's Baby. That, that goes, that sounds mistake. like a steak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's all you need. La, 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 la. And I'm <laughs> sitting there. I'm like, damn. Do they ever the- show the baby? Uh no, it's 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 Rosemary's Baby is such a slow play. It is. I remember. It's such a slow play. No, it's like all foreplay. Yeah, <laughs> that, that movie's mad foreplay, dude. Just like something's happening. What Does is she happening? get raped by the devil or something like that? Yeah, the hotel is like a devil worshiping area. Yeah, oh, nice. you know, look it, it, to me. That seems like the more realistic. I think that's why they repeat that story over and over again of mm-hmm. a community of people holding a secret. Mm-hmm. And the secret is that they're trying to conjure up a spirit. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you know, they need your body to do so. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? For whatever reason, you're the conduit to the fucking hell spawn. And um, uh, to me, I feel that that's, that could definitely be like how many times you could. You know, uh, you could move to a new town mm-hmm. and you go to the new town and you notice that all the kids are like white haired. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the fuck? Why are all these kids mm-hmm. white haired and wearing all these ties? Mm-hmm. And then you all of a sudden you wake up one day and they're trying to suck faces with your five year old and take her soul. Oh, okay. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You know, what's, that, what's that Christopher Reeves movie, Village of the Damned? Is that what that I yeah. was thinking? Like, what movie is that? <laughs> yeah, Village. I think it's Village of the Damned. Children of the Corn? Children of the Corn was the one when they're in the farmland and the kids took over. Um, Why is that scary? That children are evil? No, because I know like, it's kind of like the same Lord of the Flies concept. Because, you know, children don't have, they're still learning. Okay. Right from wrong, right? So, so but it's like a, a metaphor that we're still children. I've never we, read that book. Mm-hmm. And I've never watched those movies, but Piggy. I I I know I put it on my things to do this year yeah, to watch Lord of the Flies yeah. because she read the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the younger one read the book, and I'm like, "Well, you want to watch the movie? I'm not going to read a book, but I watch a movie with you." Mm-hmm. But, but I haven't put it on the list. But that is definitely on something to watch. But I do uh, the concept is that they're trapped on an island, right? Yeah, they're trapped on an island. They're and, all kids. And that they have to survive somehow, right? They well, Eat the problem the is, is that they don't. They don't even focus on surviving. What happens is that you start seeing, like, uh, them get more primitive. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's some of them. One of them, the main character, is trying to keep order. Yeah. But then the other ones, they just become like, like, damn near like chimpanzees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start painting their faces. Oh, really? Okay. And then they just start getting tribal. And then, you know, you know, murdering and shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so it's like you see how it kind of like, you know, you just see like that's what tribes do pretty much. They break off and then uh, they go to war with each other. Oh, OK. So it's, it's like that natural. But it's, it's, it's crazy because you don't 
you, you know, you think of kids of innocence, mm-hmm. right? Of innocent kids, but in reality, you know, we forget that we're underneath. Yeah, you know, we just forget that we're like uh, the yeah. humans are 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 primitive too. Yeah. You know, they're we're I mean we're animals as well. Yes. So we yes. can't you know shake that off. We're gonna go back to our biological state. Yeah, like when, when we're fucking you, fighting you put for a resources. Out, you put a cat outdoor for a day and they return to yeah. being ferals. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so I get two fingers full of uh, Averna and and then I'm like, oh man, you know what'll make this better? Some scotch. So then I oh. go, I go get some scotch, and I'm like, oh, and then the fucking uh, the the gummies hitting at this time like full strength. Oh, and I'm like, throw up. and then I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. So then I drink the fucking scotch. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm in the zone uh-huh. right now. And then the wife calls me because she wasn't home. Uh-huh. And I'm like, damn, I think she knows. Like, she has be- like, like because the last time I got really senses. fucked up, the oh. last time I really got fucked up in the house by myself with the kids, and they were asleep. Like she called me on some bullshit when she was out with her friends. Like mm. I can't get home right now. I can't find my keys or some stupid oh, shit, shit like uh. that. And which I I like. So did you have to I pick never, her up fucked up. No. I never find myself in these positions with my set of friends. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's like, with my set of friends, which includes like you, you and everybody, right? I'm like four <laughs> friends. Yeah, you only have four. But like, I don't have to trip about being left behind. Damn. I don't have to be tripped, uh, tripped about how to get home. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to trip about any of this shit. Or are friends are all single and shit? No, nah, they're just work people. Uh-huh. And, you know, she's hung, she's known them for like over 10 fucking years. Uh-huh. So they're like surface level friends. You know what I'm saying? Meaning like they spend a lot of time with each other. But as soon as somebody leaves a job, you try to keep in touch. But you, you don't. don't. Yeah, you, don't. <laughs> you, you don't. Because it's never like that. It's, yeah, it's you like know, you work friends. Yeah, unless you, you had something. Super that, in common. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like definitely. you really made a fucking connection. But but then they would just leave her. Nah, I mean, not just, leave her, but they're just like. Just like people are hella irresponsible. And you don't notice that people are irresponsible until you hang out with them mm-hmm. and that's the thing that I think she doesn't know it's just that she doesn't hang out with them enough to know who to rely on like mm. she doesn't say like uh, if this person gets fucked up I could always get home with that person mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and and so then you know she's sober in San Francisco they went to a Giants game and then she hits me up she's all you're like yo I can't get to my car it's in fucking Ple- uh, Pleasant Hill and I'm stuck over here, and I'm like, God damn, I'm fucked up. Like, <laughs> like your boy ain't leaving. <laughs> and I'm like, well, Uber. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what it costs. Uh-huh. Uber, your boy ain't leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and she don't know that I'm fucked up at this point. And uh, then she starts just talking. I'm like, oh, my God, you're ruining this movie <laughs> for me, man. Like, uh-huh. this whole fucking experience that I'm having here is supposed to be, like, Pink Floyd-ish. Uh, and it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's fucking very Martha Stewart-ish at this point in time because now I have to think about responsibilities. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> point of the story was that she got home safely with the uber nah she fucking they 
found the person who drifted off and uh, got her home. Oh. So. Comcast people, dude. They get wild. <laughs> they get wild. Yeah. I don't know, man. What you been uh, watching this week other than um, your eyelids? Um... Oh, I watched that Blade of the Immortal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So is that new or old? It's, it came out that? last year. Okay. And uh, it's it's like an anime. Like, I guess they're doing anime movies now, but like bringing them like real people. Oh, I got you. And uh, it's good. I've never seen the anime. I mean, there's probably anime people are probably mad about this movie. You know, they who knows? Do like, I don't know. You know how people are. They're like, it's not, you know, they had, the, it's not accurate. They had his ponytail wrong. You know, oh some shit God. like that, but it's a good story. I mean, Death Note wasn't great, but it wasn't horrible. Mm, I, I still haven't watched that one yet. The Death Note movie? Yeah. It's cool. It's something you could watch with the kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll give that a try. Your older one is you gotta you, like my advice is you gotta you, you gotta realize that uh uh you can't watch it with all three of them or all four of them. It's yeah. gotta either be with one, maybe yeah, yeah, because that's that's what I'm noticing now is like I tried to get them all to sit down and watch a nah. movie and they don't do it. They all like want to do their own thing. Yeah. And then I turn around and everyone's watching their yeah. fucking phones. And then you gotta let them. You me, gotta dude. let them pick it so they are invested in. Because that's my. But this is what I hate. Yeah, go. When I sit down and I'm watching what I want to watch, then they start bothering me. Then everybody's surrounding me. You know, like, what are you? You know, what's going? What are you watching? I'm like, I'm because you're not included. And then I'm like, I'm watching this movie. Yeah. It's a. Uh, so and so is like, what's happening? I'm like, God damn it! Yeah, I told you I'm watching this movie. I told you come sit down. I'm watching this movie, Girl Next Door. This porn star's <laughs> over here trying to come up. <laughs> I'm trying to be involved with her fucking life. I'm watching the traveling yaya pants. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that. Remember when that shit? It was like all a bunch those of movies fucking like movies yeah. like that. Sister Yaya Hood. Yeah. Mama Mia. Yeah. The um, fat Greek wedding. Have Greek wedding. Greek? I'm like, no. That I'm was not Greek. such that that movie. All I know is my fat Greek wedding was such. Did you watch fuck, it? No, I never watched any of those movies. Which one did I watch? I know I sat down and watched one just to be like, all right, let me watch it. Because sometimes I get curious, you know? Dude. Like, sometimes I get curious, like, um, just to, I see it a lot. Yeah. Like, for example, podcast, uh -huh. right? I'll see a podcast. And, like, uh, like this week, I, I've, I, for some reason, I, uh, I listen to a lot of my podcasts, right? Okay. So I was like, I haven't, I was like, no one's pulling out podcasts this week for some reason. So I was like, all right, well, let me see if I gotcha. can find something new. Yeah. And then I kept looking. I found this one. Actually, Marvel has one. Oh, the Wolverine it's one? pretty good. I got the first episode. Yeah, I listened to the first one. Yeah, I was yeah. kind of interested. Yeah, I was like, good. all right, all right. Yeah, the right. acting is hilarious. Yeah, you know, it's kinda, yeah, but what are you going to yeah, do, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, and I, I saw the Anna Ferris one kept coming up in the comedy one. Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris, the blonde chick from... Um, SNL? No, the blonde chick from the Bunny movie. Okay, she comes out of all oh, the movies. She's always the blonde you, got chick. You. The one is scary movie. Scary movie. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So she has a podcast, right? Really? Yeah. About what? Well, okay. So I was like, let me see what it is, right? So I started looking. So she she interviews people, mm -hmm. right? And you know, she had uh, some comedians that I know. Okay. And I'm like, all right, let me listen to it. It's a it's girly, but. You know, she's funny. Mm -hmm. I didn't know she was that funny. You know, she didn't... Well, I didn't think it was going to be... 
I thought it was gonna be like I thought something else. Girl talk. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, be. Like, okay. It is. It is like that. Yeah. But it's it it's it it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they is relationship based too, you know. Ah. So so it's like that. That's what I mean by a girly. But they yeah. talk to their Emotions. fans and the fans. Uh, way have like a problem I, I was always slightly attracted to her I think because she had that like real slut look to her yeah, yeah, and yeah. she turned it up in the that, movies yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah, so yeah. She, i knew she knew what she looked like yeah uh um, but yeah it's pretty funny so i was uh i was like all right i listened to one of them yeah uh what was the point of that? oh yeah so the blade of the immortal mm-hmm. yeah it's good it's a, the only thing that i didn't like about it was uh the the little Asian girl, the little the little girl, mm-hmm. and then she was annoying because she was like yelling a lot. <laughs> but then you know, there's a lot of Japanese people do they they're just like yelling a lot and shit. Hey, all the movies, all the shows, like that fucking remember like a, Attack of the Titans. Okay, so it's like that. Like they're she like, was like, blah, 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 blah. just yelling. I was like, God damn, why is she yelling? What was crazy? I was like, he- I was like, whoa, because there was a scene. Where she approaches the, the samurai dude, right? Yeah. And she and he's like, she's like, I want you to kill these people, right? They killed my family and whatnot. You know, I, I will do anything. And the guy's like, you'll do anything, but prove it, right? She starts like, and mind you, she's like twelve or eleven. Yeah. She starts taking off her her kimono belt, and I was like, holy shit. These Japanese fools are about to show uh, uh, a little girl naked, some shit like that. Like the dude, and then the, and then he stops her and he's like, "You're young," and something like that. he says something about her being young, and then he and then they and he's like, "Come on," and I was like, "What was the point of that?" You know, it's like just uh, that was like not the, necessary. Kind of like the professional. But the professional didn't have like the professional was underlying. Yeah, but that, I'm saying it was underlining. This yeah, wasn't. This was, was like straight. There. Like well, then prove it. Let yeah. me see what you're gonna do. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, Stop. dude. That's just. I was like, that's like a. Yeah. And then she starts like I was like, fucking. And you know you you. I don't know if you heard about those Japanese uh, sex dolls. They're like the size of kids. They're having no. a whole thing on the news about it nah. a while ago. And uh, they supposedly the reason for doing that is to curve, you know, pedophile, whatever. You know, and I was like, well, but then they also have makes sense other fucking type of dolls too. You know, it makes sense. Weird shit, and then you know they're into all kinds of shit. They are, and, into and they were weird going shit. about um, like pedophilia comic books and shit like that. Yeah, you know, it's it's a thing dude. in Japan, right? And not I was not like, just in Japan. Well, yeah, in of course, world. but I mean, they're like in, in their cult, in like in their in their in the movie shit, yeah. right? So I was like, damn, this is on. This, I was like, fuck, they're gonna do that. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, they're fucking crazy. But they, you know, they were like, he was like, he was like, you're too young mm-hmm. or some some bullshit. And then, but the whole story, it's an interesting story. It's pretty dope. I mm. dig it. It was like a good. I haven't seen a good samurai movie like that since uh, 13th Warrior. 13 Assassins? Yeah, 13th Assassins. That 13th was good? Warrior. Yeah. You ever watched that? 13 Assassins? Yeah. You ever seen that? Nah. Dude, that shit's dope as okay. fuck, dude. There's not that many yeah. like samurai movies, but this one is yeah. is is dope. I think it's made by the same dude. Probably. Uh, I watched the Predator movie. The new the one? The new ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was all right. It's, uh, it's cheesy. If you see the cast, you'll be like, oh, it's going to be like corny. Yeah. 
But uh, it's um, action. Fun. Yeah, it's good action. The alien, the predators are dope. Okay. The big one and shit. There, there's different sizes. Yeah, there's a big one. There's a big like one. a mega one. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's a mega one. He's like Samoan and shit. Oh. He's like taller. He's like hella tall. It's all it's all like, you know, animation, but uh, okay. it was clean, you know. The way he was murking fools was tight. I I, I want to watch it, but I'm just going to wait. I'm like, I'm not going to go to theater for that. Yeah, the kids wanted to see it. Okay. So let's go, then fuck it, let's go. Did they, oh, how's the gore factor? Did oh, they, it's gory as fuck. Gory? Yeah, yeah, okay. It's hella gory. They had these dogs that I was like, well, they had the dogs in the one movie. But they looked yeah. dope, though. Okay. Those dogs were sick. Yeah. See, that I like that one. Yeah. That Predators. was the best one. You like that one more? That one was the best one out of everything yeah. they're doing now, current, uh-huh. with the Predator fucking franchise. Okay. Right? That shit right there, that one was I like perfect. that. I own that one. I bought that one yeah. because I, I remember went to the theater and I was like, man, this shit was dope. Yeah. I know. And, I, when I saw that even, I, didn't, I, wasn't, a, I wasn't a believer at first mm-hmm. with that dude. What's oh, his name? Uh, Brody. Brody. I was yeah. like, oh, this fucking guy. I was like, I can't picture. But I think him. he but did then, well. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did good. Cause then I was like, oh yeah, the dude's yeah. a Jew. Yeah. Right. Israelis. They're like commandos, and they're mm-hmm. like known to you know. Yeah, like age sixteen, murder hell Palestinians. Turn themselves in, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. They have to. You know what they do to them? Kaf McGraw. Yeah, with <laughs> the Kaf McGraw. You know what they do? They they give them kittens. Uh-huh. And then they raise these kittens. At the end of the train, they have to murder it. The kitten. That would be easy for me to do. Yeah. Well, some of them they're like, yeah. Now. <laughs> but some people, you know, you raise it. Mm. Yeah, it, it makes it makes sense. It makes sense. They I don't can, even. I they don't that. tell you though. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they know now. Yeah, I think the Probably. gig is up. Yeah. They're it was like, like yeah. uh, I'm not gonna invest in this cat. Like, we're not doing cats no more. We're <laughs> doing chinchillas yeah i don't know whatever what did i watch this week that was it i mean that was uh oh, it was I, decent it i was caught good. up on uh, olivia munn's in it i give, I watch anything she's in olivia munn she's that one chick from um and where did she was it she's in a bunch of shit but she was in attack of the show remember attack of the show a long time ago it was like a video game it was like the first show on oh, tv oh you were oh, okay now i remember you say i remember you saying her name yeah, yeah olivia munn yeah, yeah you were always about that i was life. like dude yeah she's like Ch- japanese and yeah, yeah white yeah, she was good yeah no she was olivia munn okay. <laughs> so she's just like, showing yeah i was like i can watch her okay, do anything I um i was uh, i caught up on better call saul I really like that show, man. It's good. I really like that. Are you show. watching the Mayans? I have not watched the Mayans yet. I'm, it's I'm funny. Gonna, I'm gonna wait. Like I like their their logo is not yeah. even Mayan. <laughs> what is it? Aztec. It's Aztec yeah. <laughs> Get your shit right, you stupid spicks. <laughs> well, it's a white person writing it. I know, uh, I mean, but I've been right. I've been watching the Shield. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, it's good. I really like this show. Mm-hmm. I really like this show, and what I really like about it, it's first seasons that I'm in. I'm on like episode thirteen or something like that. And what I really like the show, just to give you an understanding of the of the of the writing of the show, where it's like why this show is something to pay attention to. Right, right, right. They they introduce small storylines in every episode, right? Okay, and and so it's like episode three. They introduce, I don't know if this is really episode three. I'm just saying like early on, right. they introduced a couple uh-huh. and the couple is uh, a fat white bitch and a black dude. Uh-huh. 
Okay. And they're having a relationship. Makes sense. And um, they like them. Her chunky. boyfriend, uh-huh. her ex boyfriend, came to the house and um, spray painted the car or popped the dude's tires because they're bickering. So it's a love triangle. Right. And so you're like, ah, some comedy relief, right? Because it's just like them going back and forth on some on some bullshit. Two episodes later, they touch back up on him. And now she went back with the ex-boyfriend. Mm. And now it's the other boyfriend that's there writing ho on mm. on their door. You say, you see, write ho on his on her steel gate. <laughs> right? And then, you know, um, at the end of that episode, she gets back with the other boyfriend. Jesus Christ. And then this is he a wrote fucking Murray Povich. <laughs> yeah, okay. So and then she, he writes shoe. So he because he spelled ho H O E. Uh-huh. So he was like, I couldn't really paint it, so I just put shoe on the door. <laughs> and so so it's, it's giving you the idea of comedy, right? Like, uh, oh, yeah. we're going to touch up on these people, right? Two episodes later, they get back up on, over there, and now they're having, the two boyfriends are having a physical altercation. And the police pulls them over and pulls the lady over because it's a girl cop. And she's like, yo, man, you need to pick one. Uh-huh. We've been here too many times, and you're really, you know, throwing these guys for a loop. And you gotta, you gotta choose one and leave the other one alone because this is not going well. Uh-huh. You know, at the end of that episode, no, two, and that, an episode later, no, at the end of that episode, actually, at the end of that episode, one ends up dead. Huh. So they carried that storyline for almost so, four episodes and just touching on it for so two that's minutes. So, okay, so there, you know what I'm saying. So there's a long storyline. So up in top. between the episodes, I mean, that's what happening. There's like, that's like the C story. Okay, or D so story. okay, so like the so A there's story. The A story is uh-huh. the crooked cop who walks the fine line between being a crooked cop and or being a, a legit cop who cares uh, about shit. Okay. And then they got another storyline about another set of cops who do everything by the book. And then you have these patrol cops, and they're the ones that you get the day to day stories from. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, they, the way he wrote it. Because it's the same. It's the same dude that wrote um, Sons of Anarchy and oh, also did Mayans, and the way he wrote it, or the way the team wrote it, was that you couldn't really tell that it was going to go so drastic. Right. You knew that you, from the way that you were getting the feeling was that it was going to be comedy relief. Uh-huh. You know that yeah, you were yeah. just going to get a funny episode from there. But the when it ends in violence, when it ends with one of them dead. You're uh-huh. like, whoa, uh-huh, yeah. like that came from another side. You know what I'm saying? Because they were maybe hinting at it, but uh-huh. it wasn't on the nose. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. It wasn't letting you know because shows nowadays will do that. Mm. You know, they'll, they'll they, it'll this jump from back, point A to point B. This is early 2000s. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was about to say is like, I think at the same time, Lost was on. Yeah, it's like just just and more they were complex. doing different. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit more, just a little bit more meat to the bone with the shows. Right, and I've I'm never, like, I don't think I've ever watched a cop show. 
Like a cop show. Yeah. A cop-based show. I mean, I, I, I watched Law and Order a couple of times. Like the first, the one, first that has one. that dun, dun. Dun, dun. Yeah. Dick Wolf, produce, executive. I wanted to Is get Ice a Is Ice-T in that one? No, that, there's many different versions of it. Ice-T's in every fucking cop thing. Yeah. Man. He's actually, he's made a living off of that. <laughs> Isn't that and hilarious? And he's fine. He fuck the universe. Said, <laughs> he said that he's never asked for a raise. Uh-huh. Because he, uh, uh, the way he tells a story is that I think they asked him for a guest spot, mm-hmm. and he took the guest spot, and then Dick Wolf, who's the king of that empire, says, "I like you. I'm gonna do another uh, special service unit or a CSI uh-huh. unit or whatever criminal intent or whatever the right, fuck right. it is, uh-huh. and I want you to be a cop on the show." You know what I mean? And he was like, okay. So he's been on that show for almost 15 years doing that show alone. What if it was all just a bet? And what what, what he says is that so many people have came and went on that show Mm -hmm. because of contract issues. Yeah. And he was like, I've never renegotiated my rate. I kept the same. I'm getting paid the same money. I got paid back in the days. You know what I mean? The same flat rate because I'm not doing this for money, like big money. I'm doing this for consistent money. Mm-hmm. So he's like, the way he explains it was so fucking genius where he's like, once we hit 100 episodes or 1,000 episodes. It gets syndicated. It gets syndicated. Yeah, you get paid. So everybody gets paid. So that's the goal. No, I'm just saying, I think, what if it was like a, a bet, like the the higher ups? We're like oh, heard the song yeah, "Cop yeah, Killer." Yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah. I bet you, I can make this guy become yeah, yeah, a cop yeah. in a movie, yeah. and that could be his career. It's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah, it's, you never know. You never know. You never know. I mean, I don't. I don't. It doesn't matter to me. It's just funny that this guy had a a, a song about cop killer. He would like, but then you know, same thing with Ice, Ice Cube. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the fuck the police, and he does uh, a lot of cop movies. Yeah, he's either undercover cop. Yeah, you know, like I was watching what was that one with Olivia Mung in it and Kevin Hart. All about the Benjamins. No, it's a uh, janky promoters. No, it's Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck, I don't even know. It was a cop movie. Okay, you know, and um, it's just funny. He's a cop, just like. Yeah, you play cops, not, not Glass Shield. No. Remember that one? Oh, no, no. I think it was like an independent movie. It's like, oh, Glass Shield, Ice Cube. I mean, they put it in there, but he was. Oh, he was in it for a second. Yeah, 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 yeah for a second. Shit. Your boy was pissed. I was like, man. I think I was more mad at that than I was when I went to go see Ghost Dog. And we, I went oh, there specifically that, yeah, that yeah. the Rizzo was going to do some crazy shit. Right. And I watched Ghost Dog. I'm like, I like the movie, but. The Rizzo was only in this motherfucker for like five seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this soundtrack that he made, I guess, is cool. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just ambient sounds yeah. and it was his first like score. Score. Yeah, it was dope. It was dope. I it's, it's what were we eighteen, nineteen years old? We didn't know what the yeah. fuck. Speaking of fucking cops, I'm fucking at it. I'm I'm at work right, mm-hmm. and this whole week, not the whole week, but a couple of days out of this week. I have to go pick up my, my son at yeah, one. So when I was telling you earlier that I have to time everything, so I'm rushing. I'm trying to get as much uh, streets done before I go pick him up. Gotcha. So I won't get delayed. Yeah. Because I'm going on my time, Yeah. right? And then, you know, I don't want the bosses to 
check the numbers and then be like, you're you're going over. What the fuck? And then yeah. I'm like, I got to be with my son. Well, you can't do that because I don't have nobody to do it. Yeah. So I'm doing it and I'm crossing the streets, right? Um, I see a cop coming down uh, the street like uh, is a Shane Drive, right? They're coming mm-hmm. down and really fast and I was going to cross, but then I stopped back, right? He, uh, the cop slows down, rolls down the window, mm-hmm. right? And I thought I was going to ask me something. And it's a lady cop, right? And she says, uh, how far is the, the crosswalk from where you're walking? And I was like, what? And she goes, how far is the crosswalk? And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know, a couple of feet. And she says, and she's like, you know, if you get hit while you're crossing, the insurance people are not going to, uh, it's your fault. Yeah. The insurance are not going to pay you. Your family doesn't get none of the money. And I was like, Okay. And then mm-hmm. she was like, so if someone's stupid enough to hit you, someone's stupid enough to hit you, you should walk on the crosswalk, don't you think? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And then she just rolled took her off. eyes, took off. Didn't even, my feet could be right there by yeah, the fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. then she just takes off. And I was like, fucking cunt. Was she good looking? No. Oh, God, it's so horrible. No, just, just like, she pulls up. Fucking, you know how these fucking cops sit down in their car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their fucking Vesty, bulletproof vest yeah. is up to their fucking chin, yeah. right? Very uncomfortable. It yeah. looks very uncomfortable. It it does, but you know the 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 thing is like, I'm like you had a you have a, a valid point. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. I don't know nothing about fucking insurance. I can't afford it. Yeah. So I don't got insurance, right? Uh. But the fact that if I got hit, I thought the, you know, the, I got the right away since I'm a fucking pedestrian. Yeah. But uh, apparently. You were not. at work at the time? I was at time? work. Okay. Yeah. Fucking f- blues and everything. Yeah. Right. And I'm trying to, cause my van's right across the street. The crosswalk is a couple yeah. feet down. A couple feet is. Like, okay. From here. From where. Okay. Let's say like maybe, oh man, I don't even like half a house. Half a house Okay, away. so it's 30 feet away. Yeah, 30, 40 feet, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. And, you know, I just crossed the street, but I'm used to doing that. Yeah. Right? And then they tell us, take shortcuts and shit, right? Yeah. So we're always taking shortcuts, and I'm always crossing, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, you have a point. And then I was like, what is it about this fucking cop job that just attracts fucking assholes, right? Because she had a valid point. But the way she worded it. The way her tone was yeah. bothered the fuck I out bet. of me. It bothered the fuck out of me because, first of all, you're a lady mm-hmm. talking to... <laughs> no, I was just I, but, Go ahead, <laughs> continue no, no, on, <laughs> brother. Continue <laughs> on. No, no, not that. It's not uh, even, that is not even the, the thing. But, I mean, the fact that, you know, she was, like, talking to me like yeah. a child. Yeah. That's what I hate. Yeah. Because you don't need to do that. You don't need to talk to anybody as a child. They're not a child. Yeah. You, I'm an adult, right? And um, so she's talking to me this certain way. And I'm like, it's not necessary. She probably felt. She felt like she probably was. She, she probably was justified. She, yeah. But she it's probably this arrogance. Herself when she drove off. Yeah. I, I told him. Yeah. And then like, I yeah, I saved him. He's lucky that I told him something. Yeah. He's lucky I don't arrest him. And I'm like. Go fuck yourself. Because you could have told me in a certain way where I could have been like Was uh, she that close to you though? Like when you when you were about to walk out, was it that close where she had to pull 
Yeah, no, she was driving from the hill. For right? the very so she top could of see the hill. Me, she could see. Right? She could see me crossing, but I saw her coming down fast. So you stopped. So I stopped and I waited because normally cars do. Yeah. I look both ways because I'm a fucking adult yeah. and I learned that when I was a fucking kid. Yeah. Right? And so she's coming down fast and then she rolls down the window. I'm thinking, you know, hey, hey I'm part of the neighborhood. I'm yeah. new to this neighborhood. Uh, hello, you're the mailman here. You know, whatever. Right? Fucking community building. Never right? community They building. never do. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, what is it about this fucking job that attracts just assholes? Yeah. Now, like you said that, you know, in the show, you have the people who do the book, mm-hmm. the thing by the, the book and the corrupt ones. But I guarantee you, most of them are just assholes. Yeah. Even the ones by the book. Yeah. Even the ones who are corrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking assholes. They're yeah. just assholes, dude. Because it's like, she could have told me like in a in a different way, a different tone, just like, Hey, just to let you know, yeah. you know, I know you're in a hurry because this is because yeah. I like put yourself. Look what I'm doing. I'm at work. Yeah. Right. I'm not fucking around. And then uh, I know you're probably in a hurry, you know, um, but just to let you know, if you get hit, you know, on the street, you'll become liable. So you got to think about your family, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like we got to help each other out. You understand? I'm like, yeah, you're right. I didn't know that. Thanks. Thanks a lot, officer. Fuck. You know what? That changed my mind all about the whole thing. I don't think cops are fucking assholes anymore. But now, nah, you know what? A hundred percent, I do think they're fucking jerk offs. You know what I mean? It's like there's probably good ones there. If you're good, if you're friends with them, if you're off the job or whatever, yeah. you're related to them, whatever the fuck, they're probably cool guys. Yeah, but when you're a fucking civilian, these guys are fucking jerk offs. Think they could just talk to people however the fuck they want. You're probably right. You know what I mean? Or and it's it like, could probably be just that one person. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Probably, but so far, if I have a tally, mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm tallying asshole for sure more than you know these guys are cool. Yeah, just like the Raider scumball. Yeah, exactly. Scumball thing. Yeah. Scumbag. Yeah, same same thing. Then, right, and then man. later, <laughs> later on that day, right? Uh-huh. And this whole day, for some reason, I'm fucking rushing. Yeah. And everybody's giving me fucking shit, right? And uh, I don't know if, you know what it is? You know, this is what I think of what it really was, right? Yeah. In the morning I said, I got to stop being an asshole, right? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop being negative and I'm okay. talking to the universe. I'm talking to God. I'm talking to whoever's listening. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know what? I get, I'm complaining too much. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm ir- irritating, yeah. right? Being irritating to people around me. Um and I'm getting, being short, so, and I and I'm always looking at the, and at this the is negative the, part. This is the day after you had in the, the oil. No, this is before. This is no. This is this is oh, before. Okay, okay, this is okay. this is probably why I did smoke, right? Because I was in pain, and yeah. then I was like, I'm smoke. But um, I was like, I was just feeling like sometimes I'm just like, you know, I haven't done anything with music, so I get like like a fucking chimp that needs to yeah, rub yeah, one yeah. out or something. Yeah. And so then, uh. And I tell myself, all right, you know, all right, you know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a, a good, I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be, I'm not gonna think negative shit because yeah. even if it's in my head and I don't fucking verbalize it, it's still in my head, and I'm still thinking negative. I'm like, I'm gonna be positive. I'm gonna, you know, be nice. Yeah. Fuck it, you know. Even these fucking humps at my job, the ones who I think, God, this lazy cunt. I'm gonna just be like, hey, you know what? By all means, yeah, you deserve it. You know, <laughs> applaud that. Yeah, I'm gonna just work. That's me. That's my character. I'm gonna work and shit. You know, and uh, the cop incident. Then later on that day, uh, my wife calls me, 
And, you know, I'm being cool with her and shit like that. You know, we're talking. I'm telling her. Uh, she's telling me about her gig. And I'm asking her, you know, mm-hmm. hey, how's your day going? She asked me how my day going. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to tell her about the cop yet yeah. because I'm going to relive yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then <laughs> I tell her at lunch, uh, at dinner. And then, uh, and then I walk to his house. And the lady peeks out. And she says, excuse me. And I was like, yeah. Can you do me a favor? When you're... Uh, when you come up to my house, uh, can you not uh, uh, talk while you're approaching my house? What? It scares me. It scared me. And I was like, oh. And I was like, I, I, and I gave her this look. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, and I gave her this look like, are you fucking kidding me? And in my head, I'm like about to erupt, right? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, sorry, sorry. I'll ring my chair. When I'm walking up, I'll ring my, my keys, all right? So I'll make some more noise when I'm walking up. Yeah. And I'm walking up and I'm hearing, and then I was like, what was that? And I was like, and I'm walking off yeah. and, I'm, and I start talking loud. I'm like, this fucking lady, right? I start getting, I was like, this lady just told me that she doesn't want me to talk while I approach her house. I was like, doesn't she understand how burglars work? I'm already standing behind yeah. you if I wanted to kill you. If I wanted to steal some shit, I'm already behind you. Yeah. You have your windows open. I'm already in the back door. I'm not going to be talking in front of your house. You know, if I wanted to come in here and fucking do atrocities yeah. or murder you or whatever you're thinking, right? Whatever mor- murder porn you're watching on fucking Netflix, settle the fuck down. I can't talk while I'm going to your fucking... Dude, I'm a fucking mail carrier. It sucks. It's hot. Yeah. You know, and it's you're almost alone. Uh, yeah, and I'm you see me sweating. Your feet are swollen. Yeah, my feet are swollen. I'm flat footed. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, and I, and I was like, and I'm like, this is what happens when you say it out loud. I'm yeah. gonna be positive because they're gonna throw shit at you. The universe like, is gonna say, hey y'all, boom, hey hey hey, watch hey, this. He's, he's over here trying to be positive, yeah, y'all. I got the, I give you the over and under. Yeah. They start betting shit. See me blow up and she. Somebody get a little black kid to sit on him. <laughs> and then I, and I start like I'm, I'm like yelling. I don't know if that lady. Uh, uh, uh heard, uh-huh. but I was talking loud enough. Okay, yeah, that I didn't give play. a fuck. Yeah, right. And I was like, <laughs> "Fucking people!" I swear to God, I'm over here like fucking people, man. It's like, yeah, it's, don't it's understand the, how the world, the world works. The world is a disgusting place. It's like, don't man. talk while I'm approaching your house. It's like, please, me. Yeah. I want to hear you outside. If you're inside, that's a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. If my window's open, if you're... Oh, my God, dude. I was like, how fucking paranoid are you? I understand how... Pa- I'm paranoid. Yeah. But I I know. I want to hear you coming up to the house. If I see someone in the back, that's when I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah The yeah. fuck's going on? But I'm walking up, talking. Shit, I like hearing the Jehovah's walk up and talk, yeah. ringing the doorbell. I think they're home. Yeah. I think they're home. No, I don't think so. Well... They opened the lat door last time, you like know, having conversations, you know, and they're like, well, they're going to hell. <laughs> yeah, they walk <laughs> off. You know what I mean? It's like, fucking, and then I'm like, and it just made me laugh after a while because I'm thinking about that shit. And then, you know, my wife is having a shitty day because uh, uh, she, her job, she knows that the kids that they got there, they're going to the school are all fucking, you know, have issues because they're, the parents are divorced. Okay. And they're like, they don't listen and shit mm-hmm. like that. And so I'm being negative and yelling and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be listening to when she's 
saying and shit. And then, uh, but I mean, like you're dealing with kids, you're gonna. Deal oh yeah, with it's gonna the be family. Dealing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah gonna, you know what I'm saying? No, because she was so used to at the other place. Yeah, everything was. She was doing more work, but the kids were more. She only had a few of them. Yeah. that were like bad problems, right? Yeah. But and she was like, all right, whatever. But this one, she says, is a hell of them. Yeah. That they're like just kind of like got little crack babies. Up in no, there. just fucking kids. They're like you know, they're milking the system. They know how to fucking um, take the parents. You know, when they get divorced, they're like, I want a pony. And then yeah. dad says, uh, okay. Yeah. And mom's like, no. Yeah, well, your dad's a bastard. Let's go ahead and take a break right here. When we get back, we'll get right into this classic of the week. Significant. Something is lost on these cultural critics. Where you been? I've been Jeremy Lin. All these years I've been here ever since. Don't get the calls, don't get the minutes. But the game is way better with LB in it. All of these words getting expensive. Well, at your beige card, Asian American expresses. Look at the boys swinging for the fences. Cold with the words, he writes with mittens. Cold with the birds, writes with limits. Difficult for them, but for him it isn't. Sense of newness, that sense of humor, that same exuberance. I saw myself and it came into me. I gotta be honest, I just call it like I dream it. I ain't leaving that success. I ain't in your top ten, that's a lack of respect. It ain't my fault, majors don't sign Asians. It is my fault, we now in the conversation. Thanks for an invite to a seat at the table. You shouldn't have, in fact, you did it. But it's too late now, I'm already available. Guess who's coming to Din Din? I brought my own bed, tell my own utensils.
Every time I, uh, when I, I was dealing with a cop and there were assholes about it, like when we got shot at, mm-hmm. and then uh, we're, it was me and my brothers and my dad coming back from the movies and we get shot at. Yeah. And then when the cops uh, interviewed us, the cop was telling me, so what did you do? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, what did you do? And then he was, I was like, because nobody, I was like, what do you mean what did I do? And he was like, no one gets shot at just for nothing. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't do shit. You know, I'm like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do nothing. The only thing I can think about is this red jacket, you know, but doesn't mean I did anything. And he was it was like, funny is that, but at the time too, you know, just to put it in context, at that time, yeah, there was a lot of activity around our house. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? And, that, and, and you know, yeah, but then put it, it in was a different hot. way. It was hot too. I know, but put it in a different way. No, for sure. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah use yeah, different yeah, words. Right. You asshole. Like, you already a, are you involved in anything? Yeah, to cause exactly. It's like, yeah. hey, so it's always the way you, you get say somebody things. mad or something. It's never you the know? way. You, it's never what you say. Is yeah, how you, how you say, say it, it right? right? Isn't that the, and that's what I'm saying? Term. Like that's how probably racism works. Yeah, <laughs> you hold it because when I when she was thinking about that. When she was when she did that, all yeah. those fucking memories, memories, just like man. boom, boom. This fucking yeah, guy, yeah, this yeah. fucking guy, this fucking guy. And shit. Well, Speaking so, of fucking cops, yeah. Um, do you see that Suge Knight is uh he he's pleading like not guilty or something? No, no. Uh, what's the other one? Not not guilty. No contest. Yeah, that one, and he might get like twenty eight years. Oh yeah, dude. He's he's, he's been cooked. done. Right. He's been cooked. He's been cooked. No more yeah, rapping yeah. on the videos. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the thing is, like, shoot the, the Empire. Like, if you haven't watched a documentary on BET about Death Row, I definitely suggest that you find it. Uh-huh. It's a five-part series on Death Row. Is one of the most, um, you think I think, gonna... in-depth ones that were definitely had a lot of facts. Mm. Um, you think they're going to... Uh, uh... Cause you know I've been listening to that podcast, that Mafia podcast. You uh, stopped listening to that? Yeah, I did. I stopped listening to it. I need to get back on it. It's good. Yeah, they okay. they went down like a lot of shit, like the the Vegas, like Casino. What that yeah, was based with Bugsy on? And all them? No, no, no. More Casino. The movie. Oh, the real Casino. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. What okay, happened? Okay. What was the like legit yeah, story? Yeah, yeah. What happened? And also, they went down with what happened to uh, what happened after uh, Donnie Brasco. You know. How they killed Sonny Black, right? And but then what happened to the family after that and shit? That's oh, a crazy really? story. That busting right, I'm, them I'm go in there. actually right, helped right. out the Bonanno family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I'm, know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do that then. Oh uh, no, but the point of that, I was saying, uh, I was thinking that. Do you think eventually they're gonna touch on that, like Death Row? Because it was kind of like, oh, there's dude. There's gonna be a version of it. Yeah, because there's I'm, gonna be a version of it. Because like, dude, like. If it wasn't, if if it's not Ruthless Records, it's Death Row. If it's not Death Row, it's uh, Bad Boy. If it's not did. Bad Boy, No Limit. Mm. All these things were financed by drug dealers. Drug, but then it also like how they conducted business by uh, the strong way, army yeah. and shit. That's what the mob pretty much did. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all they did. Just they were just you know. But yeah, for sure. Do I think that it deserves? An in-depth look on how hip hop record labels were to come, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's a relevant topic. I think um it'll give us a lot more insight to how um 
record labels and young black men were taken advantage of. Right. Um, but they, how they took back the power, though, from right. these Jews. Yeah. You know that, what I'm that, and, they, right now they're going into the Jewish connection. Oh, yeah. Like in that podcast. Yeah. yeah Arnold Rothstein and shit. Yeah, the Rothsteins, all them motherfuckers. And there, uh, um, they also talked about who they talk about that was a good story. Fuck, I'm blanking on them. But uh, overall, overall, I think in all forms of uh, finance, finances, right? Anything that creates revenue, there's going to be some form of strong arming. Yeah. You know, whether you're legit it's or like not blackmail legit. something, yeah. Somebody's doing yeah. something behind somebody's mm-hmm. back to get that money. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Just like wrestling, for instance. Like, back in the days... Uh, if you were a big time promoter, they were going down to smaller promoters and holding them by gunpoint. Talk about, I'm going to take over this territory. Mm-hmm. Like that shit out of Memphis. Those are stories out of Memphis that, that were doing that. And so they'll claim your territory. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, all these other big companies would come in and they were you know, keeping talent away from other people or double booking people on the same night. Yeah, they'll do like some shady yeah, shit. Yeah, some shady shit, shady business moves and stuff like that. So yeah. like any form of, of of property, territories, you know, financial gains. Yeah, like even you're gonna uh, have that shit. Richard Pryor had stories about the mafia. Oh, I bet. He had some good ones dude. Even Jay Leno had dude, some good ones dude. Comedy and music, yeah, any form of yeah. entertainment, they, is gonna be mm-hmm. involved with the mob at they, one point. They in time. go into the whole casino thing and how during you know the movie Casino, yeah, that was actually what ended like the mob's hold on the casino. Okay, you know, I think that's the way they let it off because at the end of the movie they give that. that yeah, you know, but you know the, know, the epilogue. I think the the story behind it, like the real story, um. It was, the cops were the ones that uh, that really did change that whole dynamics because before they were paid off and there was this one guy named Clifford. Yeah. He came into the scene and fired every cop uh, in the detective thing. But this dude was so gangster himself. Kind of like Gotham City shit. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Well, I'm just saying like in terms of, you know, before Batman, all the cops were crooked, being paid by the Joker. So this guy, instance. this guy, they, I don't know why they didn't include him in the casino. Yeah. The movie Casino. Because in the movie Casino, you don't hear nothing about these cops. No, about no cops. But this is this guy. He finds out that the guy uh, that Joe Pesci's playing, mm-hmm. Tony uh, something, uh, has a hit out on him and his cops. Damn. So this guy goes to Chicago, meets with the the bosses well one of the bosses or I don't know how many the the old timers there and he says this guy over here is putting a hit on the cops on my my men mm-hmm. and then uh he was like um and he told he tells the bosses is that he's he got a hit out on my men and let me tell you right now if any of my guys gets murdered I'm coming back here with my men and I'm killing Anybody in your family, mm-hmm. women, children, everybody. He tells the fucking bosses this shit, right? And you know, because they have a rule 
that they don't shoot civilians. They don't kill civilians. Mm-hmm. And they don't kill cops because it brings heat. Brings heat, right? And so then they were like, "This is too much heat. We don't want no rogue cops yeah. coming, putting our lives in danger, and shit like that, and our families in danger." And so then that's when they were like, "Yeah, it's just like paying off the cops." Yeah, like you pay off one. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's from, like you know, it's strong. That's another. You, yeah, exactly. You know? So it's like when you realize the power of leverage, mm-hmm. then you know. That's when you can negotiate, I guess, yeah. right? And but that I thought that was like crazy. I was like, damn, this dude went over there fucking <laughs> telling the bosses, I'm gonna come back here and murder your families. Yeah. That's some gangster shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. It's like this dude, yeah, you he, became a gangster. I think he had an understanding of the way they work. Yeah, now. exactly. You know, like if you maybe he was bluffing. If you had a if you even if you had a you might he might have had a history mm-hmm. of dealing with the mob in tough places like Chicago, New Orleans, or fucking mm-hmm. Florida, or fucking uh, New York, or even Boston, where you understand their mindset and what they hold important. Yeah, you know what I mean, and what's really important, which is their money. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. if you know how to fuck with that mm-hmm. and threaten that that yeah. that flow, then for sure they're gonna go ahead and give you an ear and be like, "All right, this dude's serious. Yeah. He's trying to fuck with our money. Let's take out this dude." And the Run way they started, him. the way they started like fucking with their operation was pretty tight too and shit. Yeah, man. I you know those. It's a good podcast, the, the, dude. That podcast it, it is. is dope. I gotta get back up in it. I think the last time I was gonna fucking uh, uh, go back in, it was uh, something with a G. They had this one where they were talking about Bin Laden, but it was a different one. It wasn't part of the podcast. Okay. And I was like, man, I don't want to care about fucking Bin Laden. They were trying to sell you on another. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was like, I think Fuck I, that. I think uh, uh, they were that same channel was trying to push. Uh, a podcast about like soldier stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. one that's good. I mean, I, I, bet the, I bet if you're down that shit, then it's I've listened to this yeah. one. I forgot which one it was, but it was really good because it was just soldiers telling stories about, you know, the shit that was happening over there. And uh, it, it's, it's crazy, dude. You know what I mean? You can't, can't even understand it. it. I can't, you can't even understand it. It's nope. like, you you can see why people get you know PTSD and all that shit yeah. because they have to do they're soldiers yeah can't blame them they're they're trained to kill yeah you know what I mean of course once in a while one of them's gonna break yeah or not break yeah. and just kill people but you know that's what happens in uh, war and shit that's but why you, it disappoints me that they stopped that show on Cinemax the uh, remember the one about the Vietnam dude that came back and became a hitman. For the mob, he started doing dirt for the mob. It was Who's called um, Quarry. It was called Quarry. It had a really dope soundtrack. No, yeah, that's, did you watch yeah. That? It was one season, only one. Is season. it that one where there were cops and? No, 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 no. It wasn't that one. No, no. It was on Cinemax. It was on Cinemax. Oh, okay. No, no, no. And, and and I I was like, okay, you know, it was only one season. It was only one season. They haven't at least they haven't brought it back. Um, yet and I think it's been well over a year since this came out but I thought that that was interesting that it was a soldier who couldn't make a living right doing the straight and narrow by the way this is back in the Vietnam times you know right. what I'm saying It was, uh, and his homeboy just got his homeboy couldn't hold a job but he has a kid that he wants to you know raise up 
and one day they get uh, hit with an opportunity of making some money pulling a hit mm-hmm. and uh, for them killing is no problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know for them killing is not an issue so they're like okay well you know you're gonna pay us this cool we're gonna be contract hitmen mm-hmm. this is what we're gonna do and during their, their first job went to shit and his homeboy died and so after that he became obligated to uh, to keep to keep the job he was just supposed to be one and done. Right, right, right. But they got obligated because his homeboy um, stole money. Mm. And so uh, he owed them back 30 racks. And 30 racks back in 1971 yeah. is big time well, fucking yeah. money, right? Yeah. 30 racks now is big time fucking money. But yeah, know, back but, then it yeah, was very definitely. harder to do. So, you know, he was under the thumb of the local mob dude mm-hmm. and uh that was the whole show that was the whole situation of him reluctantly killing people and taking jobs and shit like that it was cool that sounds dope it was it was a dope show because and then the soundtrack for it was dope too because it was nothing but um like southern gospel oh okay. yeah man it was like southern gospel shit and i was like yeah, it will open my eyes to it i've never yeah. heard anything oh, yeah. like this fuck yeah it, gospel they, music? they called it they called it something specifically it wasn't Strictly gospel, it was. Um, is it like, um, like it was uh, a little bit more soulful? Is it like uh, uh, the staple singer shit? Kind of, they but were a little gospel, bit, like pop staple shit. Yeah, but maybe a little bit more rugged. So maybe shit that Al Green was probably listening to. The what was it Al called? Green? Uh, it was called Quarry. How do you spell that? Quarry. Q U A. Oh, it's a Q. You see, I wouldn't. I thought. Yeah. I say things weird though too. So. Yeah, the Quarry. Quarry Cinemax soundtrack or something like that. Yeah, yeah they had some dope ass tracks on there. And it was like it opened my eyes up to that to that to that whole sound. And I was like, yo, man, this shit sounds so analog. It sounds so warm, full of tubes. Yeah, Al Green. Oh, there yeah. Well, they played a lot of this shit, but it's that same Dude, I'm telling you, Al Green, dude, that's how I judge, I judge people by Al Green. That's the only one. If you don't like Al Green, something's wrong with you. You're a serial killer. Well, you're fucking animals or something yeah. weird. Okay, so what other songs they got on there? Everybody knows this song. This is that Lay Your Head, right? I, yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I, I showed my son. I showed my son. I was like, like he heard one song. I forgot what it was, Al Green's song, song it was. Probably and I said, and I was like, it's that Blackberry Smoke. Yeah, that sounds like a happy song. The kid. Cause at the end of the episodes too, they they had music people, mm. so they knew the music was important in this. Show. Yeah, do you have to, man? Music is a shit. Nah, none of this is a shit. None of this is that sound. It's like, oh fuck, what did he say? This is He called it something. There was a name for it. You know, oh, I watched, you know what I did watch? I watched uh, uh, a documentary of Charles Mingus. Dude. Where? On YouTube. Really? Yeah, dude. Charles Mingus, dude. Yeah, dude. He's you know, a he's, fucking animal. Dude, he's like under. I thought he was just more of a. Um, 
of uh and he's a composer too yeah 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 and then uh the people don't fucking understand that shit like i heard this song the other day and then, hey so not, you need a website shit. no i don't not this commercial hold on first but i heard this song real i heard this song the other day on the radio and i yo what is that because i think he's he uh he had a bow for his bass yeah so you know every what time else he of the times he would go oh shit, oh, shit. Uh, you, You know what else he did? He started that whole Everyone Takes Four Barbs. Oh, for the solos? Yeah. He's the one that started that shit. Who's the vocalist here? Uh, I recognize that voice. It doesn't say. Oh, I think it says vocals. Jackie Paris. Oh, no, I don't. I like her voice, though. I've painted all I think it's a dude And then yeah Sounds He was like this girl. dude Charles People were saying that He would uh He was hella like a sweetheart But you got him Mad and shit Yeah Dude he would go off Well he's a big motherfucker too I Yeah think. so this guy They they tell a story of this guy named Joey uh, No Jose uh, Tulsi Tol- Tol- Something uh-huh. like that I think What the documentary was it? It's just Oh the, you shoot me the link How about that? Yeah yeah It's, yeah, just, yeah. it's just I just put Charles Mingus yeah. doc Cause that's what I was yeah. doing I was like looking for docs To watch right Like You know I was like I, I wonder if they have A, a, a story on So and so You know just I was looking for one for, Of Garbo Right Oh okay okay You know And then uh, I was like uh, You know Charles Mingus Let me hear some shit of his Right and then uh, I, I watched it, and yo, that guy's Chinese, man. He's like half Chinese. Like uh, his mom like is Chinese. <laughs> yeah, Larry's boy. Oh, he's yeah. half Chinese or Japanese. He's, he, I think he's he's a half Asian, half Korean. I don't know. Mm. He's half something. But he was half Chinese, and his mom bounced. Uh, and shit. Hey, there's never nothing more difficult than that. Yeah. Your mama bouncing. Your moms you. do. Yeah. Yeah. For the real. daddy you're used to, you could shake that off. But you need the but dad the later on. Like in the teen years, like in the beginning, you definitely need your mom. But in the end, I mean, like in the teenage years, when you're becoming a man, yeah. you definitely need a man to square you up. Something. Something. You need a figure of Something. some sort. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what it is. It's not, it's not, it's not necessarily you need the, your biological, but you need a figure. Well, they were saying that. Uh, who was saying this? But they were saying that. Um, fuck, I don't know who said that, but it made sense because, uh, like, native tribes would do this. They would have, you have your father, but then there would be a mentor. Yeah. And then that mentor would teach you more than your father yeah. would. Yeah. Right. And so you know that made me think too. I was like, okay, well. Let me choose my son's mentors, you know. And so, when they were like doing jujitsu, I was I was talking to the guy just to see how he is. Yeah. And you know, he's a cool guy. The guy I was teaching him, but they're not doing jujitsu no more. Okay. But the dude also trains in guns and shit. You know, he's a gun trainer. You know, does you know that fucking mm. what's it called that the Keanu Reeves shit yeah <laughs> they train that like swords <laughs> yeah <laughs> using a gun like a sword yeah, exactly yeah. That's, I mean that's what John Wick always threw me off at huh? oh but anyways yeah so that's what I was thinking like uh, definitely I think in the in the beginning your mom's very important but it does damage you even more I think because like even like Jimi Hendrix 
his mom left and she was like an alcoholic and then you know I mean dies young I mean that's like some crazy right oh this is more commercials I'm gonna play something I'm gonna play something go ahead let me what's this this is what I listen to when I'm not Really? So, um, what is this? Uh, well, so I've been uh, trying to get into uh, piano players. Uh huh. Uh, so I was, uh, uh, of course, you know Thelonious. That's like, it's hard. It's top, right? Yeah, on top. He's and very yet, like, clunky though. You hear him play, it's like cling. Yeah, cling, yeah, cling, yeah. Cling, very cling. heavy-handed, right? Yeah. Uh, but then you got Bill Evans, mm-hmm. who's way more technical. Yeah. Who could like. You know, I was hearing him talk. You know, just walking, uh, watching a documentary. I think I sent you one. Uh-huh. I think I yeah, sent you a yeah, documentary yeah. for the for the um, yeah, yeah, for yeah, your yeah. excerpt on a yeah, yeah. thing. And he says he says something so scientific when it comes to music. You know, uh, because lately I've been obsessed with um, just chord changes. Uh huh. Like how chord changes are. Um, change the moods of songs right you know it could be something very simple but it also takes away from where hip-hop and that's the thing like hip-hop always had that especially early on hip-hop always had the problem of just being a four-bar loop Mm. you know what i mean it's just a constant loop a constant loop constant loop and it wasn't until later when you had your Pete Rocks, you had your Mad Libs, mm-hmm. you know, you could throw MF Doom in there where they were throwing changes, mm. you know, into the songs, straight progressions. Right. And it would break the monotony of the song and actually give you more of a musical feel. Right. Where the song doesn't sound just like your atypical hip hop song, it sounds something more grander. You know, where, yes, it's hip-hop in essence, but the listener is eager for the next set of bars that are coming, you know, because you're prepping them right. for the next set of words that are coming. Right. And I think that, I think that you know, by listening to, you know... Uh, like jazz? And, oh, jazz has always been in our... Yeah, definitely. It always been in our, in our, in our back pockets uh, of things, especially during the whole uh, bling era. Mm-hmm. I think you know that's when I think you and me totally just went alternative musics. Like yeah, we, yeah, yeah, definitely. We have to get away from the sound. We're gonna get into psychedelic rock. We're gonna get yeah. into storyteller rock. We're gonna get into prog rock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and anything but. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Like that's what I'm like, yeah, when, yeah. and the, the essence of everything. Anything but hip hop during that time. There was uh, like for from the year 2001 to like 2008. Mm-hmm. I don't think I listened to a lick of so a hip hop album. I think I was just like listening to just everything up, like, else. Yeah, everything but else like Os Mutantes. Os Mutantes, like like that. When you start which, hearing which that, which is shit, crazy. Now I didn't know that that shit was. Uh, that's I've been a getting, genre, huh? Well, yeah, it is a genre. It's called tropical, right? Yeah. But those songs that they were doing, they were uh, popular songs all over. So they were just flipping them. You know, like, uh, oh, so they were considered like a standard, yeah. This is what I've been listening to Italian music. Ah. Well, I've been, I've been listening to Italian, I've been watching Italian horror, so we're in the same realm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like they do like 
they're doing things that American people are doing, right? Like, they, they're. But this is a Mo'os Mutante song. Yeah. Right? No, but this is. I found this one lady. Check this out, dude. This lady's dope. I was like, yo. I made a beat with Was that a road? Yeah. <sighs> I heard this. I was like, yeah, that piano. That keyboard is like alone. And she got some other shit that's weird. She looks like fucking. That's like in the Barbara 70s. Streisand. Yeah. Ooh, some vibes. It already won me. Anytime I hear vibes. Yeah, it's it is hella low yeah. too, dude. I love yeah, vibes. Yeah, dude. anytime I hear some vibes. It's Did you ever add vibes to that one track? No, I was gonna that's what I was looking for. Yeah. I was looking for I was like I was like seeing if I could find something that was just Sound, they had the vibe in it so I could take it and maybe flip it. But it sounded more real. They probably have a sample pack somewhere. Look, listen to this chick right here. This is the same one I'm playing. Ooh, what the fuck is that? Right? It's like a weird like harpsichord or some shit. That's why I find it more like I find things like that just blows my mind when when you when you find out the equipment that they use is like ten feet long. I know. Like those fucking first that Fairlight synthesizers that are like the size of a wall. She did this trippy song right here too. Watch hold on, this is a commercial, but she did this one song. I was like her name is uh by the way, her name is um Oh I'm fucking alright, hold on. Oren no shit. Orinaya Vanoni. I think that's how you say her name. Oh, the no, no, per non innamorarmi più. Some James Bond shit, right? You're drinking your fucking some, some Avarena. Why some Italian blood is proposing to give you toppy. This is Italian shit too. This still is tradition. This is what you should do. Antanapoli, Apoli Aspasso. 
That's what you should do. Ti avevo detto dal primo appuntamento in un portanisciu una pista tic in bicho monofrate na soro di fonte. I found it not this song, but I found the actual song, you know, on The Godfather 2, when he's like, he's like, oh, you don't know how to play that? Yeah, he's trying to play the song, and yeah, he, he, I found that song. Yeah, he's been fucking with them. Let me see, let me see if I can find it again. Because uh, I, I think I saved it. Let me see. Because I found it. I was like, oh, they're talking about that song. Here you go. Hey, compadre. This one. Hey, compadre. Ci va a suonare. Che se sona? Oh, friscaletto. E come si suona? Un friscaletto. Un friscaletto. Hey, compari. Ci vuoi suonare? So this is what he was trying to sing and then he's yeah. fucking him up, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 like... <laughs> Who was, what was his name again? Clemenza? Yeah, no. That's a dope was name. Was it Clemenza? Yeah, no, Clemenza. Clemenza was a fat one, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what was okay. He's like, yeah, he starts doing noises and shit on the band. I gotta like, no, no, I don't think it's No, he can start freaking out. Yeah, the guy with the fat yeah, mustache. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Alright, well, let's go ahead and get into this classic yeah. of the week. Do you have it on you, by the way? Uh, I think I do, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll let you know, because I have the one we're going to do. The classic of the world. <laughs> well, I went to this Brazilian spot today. This Brazilian breast, uh, fucking, um, what is it, what are those things called? Where? Over there, I'm fucking across the street from, uh, Home Depot. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How is they it? don't speak English at all. What? No, you're I, in there. No, no, but you're in there like fuck. She got a booty though. Yeah, you're in there like fucking trying to like okay, uh, como se dice? And I'm over there saying it's Italian. <laughs> their empanadas are good. This week, classic of the week is Big Daddy Kane, the original album. It's a Big Daddy thing. Hmm. This is his second album. This was his most successful album, Went Gold. Um, He did have one prior to this in 19, uh, I believe, 88. Uh, He came out with his very first album. Uh He started off Brooklyn Cat. Met up, uh, had a battle with Bismarcky. Right. Met up with him. Bismarcky says, yo, man, you dope. 
Let's work on some music because I already have a record That's deal. That's double biz. Yo, well, the biz already had a deal before a lot of people had a deal. Right. And the biz, no one was trying to fuck with him because the way he looked, the way he acted, yeah, yeah. Know, all these things were against it him. It looks like you can't even be mad at him, though. Yeah. And so, so Big Daddy was like, fuck it, all right, let's collab. So the way Big Daddy Kane tells it is that... Um, during the album writing process, you know, like, because he wrote the song Picking Boogers and he <laughs> did all these other ones. But he was like, Biz already had the concept. Mm-hmm. Biz had the concept. Wait, Big Daddy Kane wrote that? Big Daddy Kane wrote a majority of his songs. Oh. And so the way that he was saying was that, like, the Biz had the concept already. He was like, hey, man, you know, I want to do a song called Picking Boogers. And and at the end of every verse, I want you to say, uh, hey, Ma, what's for dinner? Just go in your nose and pick a winner. Mm-hmm. And so Big Daddy was like, okay, we can work with that. He goes, and I want you to write it like this. Mm-hmm. You know, and he would say that he would mumble the cadence. Mm-hmm. And Big Daddy would, you know, fucking, he would write it the way that, Bismarck uh-huh. wanted so the concept was there so it's not like it's a really it was a collaborative effort right you know he was he took the the fact that he knew that um Kane was able to uh, write these you know lyrics at the time you know um also he came at the heels of when Rakim was considered number yeah, one uh-huh yeah you know paid in full dropped it was a big deal. He was considered, Rakim was considered as a game changer. No one was better than him. Right. You know, not even KR, KRS wasn't even considered, you know, on that level. He was up there, but he wasn't on the level where no, Rakim yeah, was a god. Time, no, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so you, Big Daddy Kane came out and he shows you a whole different set. Mm-hmm. He showed people how to be hype. He showed people how to have a stage show. Mm-hmm. You know, there's stories of him being able to come out in a fucking water tub. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, I heard that. You know, <laughs> yeah. they, that he would do all kinds of shit. He was the first dude to dress like in a fucking silk suit and mm-hmm. dance his ass off, rap the whole set bring on another act on stage, go in the back, change wardrobe, come back and finish off his set. Mm. So he was a showman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even till this day, I heard his level of performing is um, beyond anybody else's, you know? When did he stop releasing records? That's what I was going to, I was trying, I was going (laughs) to, The last album that I heard, I believe, was in 1998, man. I'm not really sure on that. Yeah, I was curious about that Yeah, it was 98 was his last. I'm always curious about their last, last record where they stopped recording. Yeah, so I listened to the 98 one Mm -hmm. um, because I listened pretty much to his whole discography. And, you know, I sent you two. Yeah. Of them. I sent you the first album. Yeah. The second. Which, which was produced by Marley Maul. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, the first one was said produced by Marley Maul, but at the end, he ended up having to get some money because, you know, this was at a time where credits weren't being given out. Okay. So Marley had the bigger name. Mm-hmm. But Rakim was the I mean Rakim Kane was the one In there actually Picking the songs 
picking the sequences, say, hey, right. I want you to do uh, loop this part. Right, right. So right. in essence, he's the yeah, producer. Cause, yeah, because people forget that, you know, that uh, that people used to do that. Yes. And that's practically what producers do. You know? So there's an engineer. The engineer, yeah. Who works the boards and right. works the equipment. And then there's a producer who's actually conceptualizing a beat or a song. Yeah. And then you have, and then you, sometimes you have a programmer, a uh-huh. person who programs a drum sequence or, you know, right. whatever, whatever the they were using at the time. Right. And, um, Kane brought the samples over. Kane chose the ones that he wanted to loop. In essence, he should have been given a credit as producer, mm-hmm. but they refused it. They said, "No, you know, if if Marley Mall's not the only name on here, then they're gonna drop your record deal." So it's crazy. We gotta sh- do this. Right. Later on, he ended up getting credit for it. You know what I mean? But back in 1988, he yeah, didn't. yeah. So we don't understand. Like up until up until the the late 2000s. Or even earlier than that, maybe the the idea of these rappers not being more involved um, in the whole construction of a song, mm-hmm. I don't think was ever understood. Mm-hmm. Like you would think that these guys, especially like a Kane or a Rakim or people of that stature, only came in, wrote lyrics, and kicked rhymes and bounced mm-hmm. but no man they were in there they were involved they were doing the dirty work yeah, yeah. they knew what they wanted to sound like right they knew what was important he knew when he did the song raw that he wanted to copy the intro or mimic the intro of a james brown song mm-hmm. you know that uh um that soul song i know you got soul right you know, can you count it over here? Yeah. Can you bring it over there? Come on, hit it. Boom, You know, and so then he had that. Come on, on, get roll. It is so. And then, and then, uh, you know, it goes for a couple bars, and then it says intellect. And then when it hits, so fucking hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the whole, the whole, like the whole album was. And then he also he had these out al- these songs that which one was it? The I want to be your man. Yeah, okay. He started to have the, uh, you know, yeah, so. he understood. Yeah, they had to have that, you know, that song because LL was uh, at the t- at the time doing this, right? Yeah, LL had already. Yeah. By then, he had Walk with the Panther that had the. Um, like when I heard this song, Children of the Future, I thought the biz. Yeah. You know what I mean? This yeah, what I, I was like, oh shit. I was expecting something totally different. And give the child room to blossom and bloom. Living large is your destiny to consume. So take flight and ignite to a brand new hype. Cause that's your oh, goal in yeah, life. Is- Am I right? Yeah. To start reaching. Come on, each and every single one of y'all comprehend what I'm teaching. I said, listen up, listen up, listen up, youngster. Learn from a lesson that the big daddy brung you. It's nothing but knowledge I shall bring to you. And I'm not Mr. Rogers or Captain Kangaroo, but I know. Children, children, on the future. That was, that was like this was my favorite track out of the whole thing. Brooklyn, Brooklyn cat, so you know the uh the Jamaican yeah. 
almost want to redo it. See if I can find them. They used to trip This would trip me out Like when you listen to this song Right Like how does it sound Like This is part of the original song Yeah It sounds that You can't tell the difference yeah. It sounds like they were, There's a remix Yeah and They just said hey, The band was like Yo come over yeah. here And do this song like it sounds amazing. Yeah. The quality. Yeah. Just, just, just so For being like in the eighties too, it, it wasn't too clash clashy, you know, which a lot well, of Yeah, people this had. was before that. This was still when they were just looping. No, but even when they were um Okay, so when was it when they were like hella sounds going in there? Almost Fucking that was that was shit. all large professor. Yeah, yeah. No, they had they had, there was a couple was it songs. Eight, wasn't that eighty something? Yeah, there there was a couple songs. I think it was always depending on the 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 energy they were trying to bring. Right, right. right. When they wanted that, I know it was popular. Yeah, yeah. When they wanted they that wanted raucous, that. they wanted that JB's horn. You and know everything. what I mean? And, and everything <laughs> and else the under the sink, sun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's when they brought it. This right here, when he's live at the Apollo. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo. Big Daddy King. I know. I thought they sampled like a Beatles thing or something. Yo. I was like, yo. That's not so magic. Can't imagine. Because I was like, dude, are they did sample like the Beatles at fucking whatever stadium that was. What's up? Y'all ready to party or what? We gonna groove with this one tune for y'all. He would have two dancers with them, mm-hmm. scoop and scrap. Right. Those are his two. Uh, they must a, have been. He had a DJ called Mr. C. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. C ended up getting hit with some transvestite shit later on. Well, I could tell when he had that one track on. Yeah. Him. I was like, what is this? This sounds fierce. Uh, uh, uh. I found myself like, that you doing a running man? I know you are. <laughs> I would just stop and just start doing the running man in the kitchen. So Big Daddy Kane did father a couple of the pioneers that we know now as one of the best MCs. Uh, you know, Jay-Z, he... Pretty much oh, he did? mentored Jay Z, oh, wow. and they did a lot of back and forth mentoring as well, uh, because Jay Z shared his skill of being able to rap fast and how to write that style of like that triplet, I guess you could say, you know. And later on, Big Daddy Kane on his fourth album, he will he brought that to light, because after this second album that mm. was his most successful, he dropped another one in '91, uh-huh. and that shit was like it was a flop. You got that? Yes, I got it. And it sounded because uh, I don't want to get into it. It sounded like this. 
Sound it a lot like this. Now I'm always into new jack. I like new jack music. I don't. At first I hated it, and then when I revisited it, I was like, yo man, this shit. This shit is dope. It reminds me of when I used to wear blouses to school. Blouses? Yeah, because I, you know, I had no males in the house, so no one had dress shirts, so I would wear my mom's blouses to school. What? Yeah. What? And I would have like guest overalls and shit. But this, Did you have this lines was, in your hair too. This, this was the, this was the era of like Stussy when first Stussy first came out. Guests overalls you know what i'm saying like i think i had one pair of guest pants you had, and a, mustard le- you had at least shoes <laughs> yeah you had mustard colored shit you weren't wearing normal shit no, you were yeah. wearing silk uh, yeah yeah you know like silk, silk was uh, the shit the silk uh, button-ups and yeah, shit? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about with the button-ups. Well, I, I didn't have any male button-ups oh, in so the house. <laughs> so I was wearing my mom's button-ups, which are blouses. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, but why, I had to keep why, it fresh. Hard shoulder pads are <laughs> legit. Full effect. I took the shoulder pads the stupid out. stupid dumb, son. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Sound like Prince. Like when Prince tried to rap yeah, music, it's, all, it's Teddy Riley. It's Teddy Riley beats. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Let's use the bongo for a hi hat. No, yeah, it's all Lindrum shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know the th- the thing is with the the New Jack era, Big Daddy Kane came. You know, he had a lot of that style. Yeah, and, it, it doesn't sound bad. I mean, no, the shit. qualities were dope. You know what I'm saying, yeah. but but the songs did get you know it was a, it was an era of R and B. It's when R and B and hip hop were mixing, mixed, yeah, and and no one know what how to really do it. Now R and B, now it's R and B hip hop. It's all the same now. Yeah, it's all the same. But back then there was divisions. Yeah, you know you had and you knew it was you like, knew when they were singing. You're like, oh, I'm gonna hear this at a yeah. A gay club like CMC Music Yeah, Factory. and 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 then in ninety, you know, they were trying to get into clubs. Right. You know, like we don't understand that music was very catered to certain areas, so you had to. Yes, yeah. You had yeah, to they, fit they, a lot yeah, of categories. Yeah, like people in. wanted to dance to it. Yeah, yeah. there was it was a good era. Yeah, that of, was where they played music at. Yeah. Right, it was in the radio, and at the 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 discos. Yeah. That CC song, what's it called? I'm going to play that. Yeah, play that uh, real quick. The house that C built. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was the, well, it's funny that you bring this up because I wanted to re- recreate Chicago house music. Is that what this is? Yeah, it's house music. I know it's house music. Yeah. And you said that he got like. Yeah, he got hit later on, like five years ago, six years ago. He got hit for picking up transve- a prostitute transvestite. I believe it. Yeah. Hearing this track. You're like, I'm gonna just put house in it. Yeah. Like RuPaul. Yeah. It's like getting warmed up. Work. <laughs> oh yeah, well every you know, Chicago, Chicago house. Yeah, yeah. Like by the way, Obama 
loved Chicago house music. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so that's our president. Was. Was. But he wasn't the first one to do it. The Jungle Brothers were doing it too. Girl, yeah. I'll house you. Uh, girl, I'll house you. Uh. I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? So is this mean, is too fierce for me. Though, so so Big Daddy Kane, like he came out with an album in '91 that was just like catered to women, straight up and down. Uh huh. Kane, you know, uh, King Adriatic. I forgot the other and it, the Asiatic. Yeah, King King Adriatic, uh, nobody's equal. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, aka the Dark Gable. Um, Gable, Gable, yeah, What's a like Gable? Clark Gable. Oh, okay. yeah, so you get the Dark Gable, and so you know, Big Daddy Kane found that he was getting mad puss. Oh, of course, yeah. You know, so in 1991, he released the third album that was all catered to him, mm. all catered to the ladies mainly self-produced by Big Daddy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, by this time, he was understanding what was up. Yeah. Uh, later on, he found in 1993 that I got to get back to these streets, man. Like, nobody's feeling me. The youngsters are coming up. This is when he started really collabing with Jay-Z. And he started to drop... Uh, he, he, you could tell his tone changed. Right. Even his cadence, didn't it? It got a little quicker, a little sharper. And then the beat. On the black Caesar tip, my dialogue is just like a break inside of a supermarket for a dog. I'm being sure touched, never to be a sexy mother who shall prince look out. I'm keeping girls of all shades on my trail. From a Almost, sister uh, to a single white female. Because when I hit the skin, they all say, Yeah, smooth. Yeah. Well, he, th- this time, he reached out to other producers right. to fuck with him. You know, so by this time, he was probably reaching out to people. I spell murder to a bum All your back was rappers Red rum, red rum Cause I do them something awful Break them down to a morsel Making sure that you're no longer adorable Rappers get so yeah, right When I'm coming to the dictionary You couldn't get a word from them It's sort of a tradition I think he did flavor in you here later on Mark Professor was on here Yeah, I know this ain't boxing But that's still my pedigree But as for you, you have no how you get a record deal? In this, I think later on in this song, he says, uh, I think you could shit a dictionary. What? Yeah, he said, you could shit a dictionary, but, oh God, I forgot what the fuck he said, but it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shitting a dictionary would be very hard. Yeah. Your doo-doo after that is going to be all... Yeah. Blocks. Rectangles. Yeah. yeah. Not blocks. Rectangles. One fifty-eight Lewis Avenue between Lafayette and Van Buren. That was back during the days of hanging on my best stop block with Spencer Mitch. Follow my cousin Murdoch. All the brothers were real. Going for what they feel. By the way, peace to my man Sean Big Neil. Now at ninety-three, I'm still being me. You think my refrigerator ain't full of Oli? <laughs> a lot of times I can fly with the suit and the tie. Yeah, I went from rags to riches, but I still rock the saggy britches. And I don't try to act brand new. Eating 
because like because uh, the way you know he adapted with the beat style yeah like, yeah he, he stayed new jack for like 91 but then he took a break and says man i gotta get i gotta i gotta get back to these streets man. right uh run dmc did the same thing so don't yeah, yeah. don't look down on anybody everybody did the same that, you thing. know that's what makes they me had think, to readjust yeah that's what makes me think like now is like you got a rapper like for example from the golden era mm-hmm. and you hear him now doing like trap yeah can you be mad at him you can't be mad at him if it sounds good yeah that's what it is if it's a good effort it's a if it's a good showing then no you can't be mad at a motherfucker for adapting yeah you can't but the thing is I think less people are trying to adapt now yeah cause you can't tell the difference if they're I mean you can but I mean like I'm saying I think uh like Eminem for instance people are just trying to just all right, just ride that wave, I guess. I guess, I mean, you, I think you, it's sad because, uh, just fucking genres come and go so much, yeah, so fast, you know, that there's like, there's what's room. gonna be the next thing, there's room you know? for everybody. Yeah. So it's like, what would even be the point of doing that if you, if you could just maybe just, uh, yeah. innovate, you know, yeah. what I mean? like well, come up with something else? Well, well, that's the beauty, I think, of just being. Um, an individual in this game. That's why you have to look up to artists like an Open Mike Eagle, like a Quill Chris and Gene Gray. Yeah, I you know, to like that. a lot of those artists along those lines that are pushing the boundaries of what you feel hip hop really is. You know, where it's not really what's given to you on a platter. You know, people like John Wayne and all these people that are just pushing um, sounds. And, and song concepts right. and just saying hey man you know like hip hop is such a versatile uh, genre that the, the you know the world hasn't understood because everybody's adapted to it and everybody tries to do their version of it but everybody tries to do their version of the popular sound yeah. So if you go listen to Jap- Japanese music right now, it probably sounds like yeah, trap, yeah. Migos and yeah, shit yeah. like that. Definitely, yeah. you know what I mean. And they're much fast. I mean, um, and they get it a lot quicker too. Yeah, because now Colum- we've yeah. seen that Colombians are doing. It. Yeah, we've seen that. Like, so everybody's adapting to that sound to be in the top forty in their country because they're doing their version of what's popular here. But just staying true to whatever you feel your version of hip hop is mm-hmm. i instead of trying to let the world dictate what you do is always the best course of action right and I always now i think is like then what is selling out you know like what is, i mean what, what 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 is selling out is the fact that it would be sacrificing your sound to sound like somebody else but let's say you're adapting to whatever is current right yeah so it's like are you selling out well say like like, you're you're doing what the kids are doing now and you know so you're like i'm I'm gonna do that same thing too just to stay relevant almost like what big daddy kane did like yeah in his era yeah you take those two different sounds and then you get him doing it in 93 and it sounds more of a boom bap type of vibe i guess right 
And then him also doing that New Jack Swing shit. So, so, so you got, let, let's take for instance Eminem, okay? Because Eminem is using a lot of contemporary beats, okay? And contemporary beats, but he's still keeping it his style. Uh huh. And it's not really working because his style is very clashy. Mm-hmm. So you get, and the thing is with the, I would say if you, if you were an artist that was always doing something different, like, okay, most deaf. Uh huh. For instance, we know Most Def has always created his own sound. Also, also pushed the sound of what he was able to do, and always tried some shit. Sometimes mm-hmm. it failed. Yeah. Sometimes it didn't. Sometimes it went really well. But imagine if he was to come out on a song, you know, Amigos type song, and then he was talking about the same thing Migos was talking about. Also, oh, you say like content. Everything has to change. And that's considered the sellout. Yeah, but if sense. you're doing the songs, but mm. you're still keeping your true sound like of your motivating. Your true ideology and, and shit. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Then yeah, that's that okay. That's adapting. Yeah, because I remember when that ghetto, ghetto Rock came out. That was big, though. I know, I know. But when I first heard it, I was like, why is he trying to do that? Yeah. Like, it sounded, it kind of reminded me of... Um, the clip song oh okay okay right? yeah that so was i was rough. like why is yeah. he trying to but when i heard it not too long ago i was like this shit is dope yeah yeah that yeah. beat is sick yeah and the thing is like most i think um is, is very underrated i think in terms of what he's bringing to the music game i know for a fact that i turned my back on him for a minute mm-hmm. because i felt that he was singing a little bit too much for my liking mm-hmm. but then when i went back to it and i revisited it I was like, you know what, man? It's it's nothing that no one's doing now. Yeah, he was yeah. just doing it back then. Yeah, and I should have been more open to it. But yeah. I wanted black on both sides again. Yeah, and that's me. But then you know, that's me though. Yeah, you want black on both sides, but then yeah. you got that Umi says. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know? That's exactly what I'm saying. That like Umi I, says I, I, didn't dope, it. You know? I didn't realize yeah, it. I didn't realize that. Exactly. Yeah. You know so. But the what ended up happening, it turned from one Umi says in an album to, to the whole album yeah, Umi yeah, says. Yeah. And then after a while, you're like, all right, man, Umi says a lot, yeah. but I need to get some redefinition in my life. Right, right, you right, know right, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so sure. you got to balance, balance. That's true, yeah. yeah balance. True. True. But a Big Daddy Kane, I feel, is, is one of the very top artists. He influenced a lot of the dope lyricists that you know now. Um, never was scared of a battle. He uh, uh, supposedly, you know, rock him back down from a battle against him. Mm. Um, that's what the word on the street is. Yeah, he would like probably body slam rock him because he's big a big time. dude, right? He's a big ass dude. Yeah, I, I always wanted to see him, but his it's, it's ticket price is very high, so definitely not worth it for me. Um, <laughs> but overall, I think Big Daddy Kane definitely is a dope listen to. I de- definitely give those first two albums a listen. Um, if you don't know, oh, well, let me just let me just play the track. I think it was on a soundtrack. Um, you need to use the bathroom. Look? No, okay. It looked like you're over there. No, this beer's got me sleepy. I haven't had an IPA in a minute. That was hella good, dude. Which one did I drink? Uh, I forgot which one. That Voodoo Ranger. Who's this? New Belgium IPA. Is this it? Yeah, this is it. Show and prove, goddammit. Where's it at? 
No. It's okay. Who's her? That's one of his dancers, Scoop. Oh, Jesus. Shaheen must have been the first version of uh, Earl Sweatshirt. Is that him? Huh? The Shaheen? No, coming up right now. Oh, okay. Cody, wait a minute. I remember his voice being a lot. Like, you know, his balls hasn't dropped yet. Yeah, I heard, I heard there's a lot of bad beef with Shaheen and the world. Like, they did not want to fuck with him. But only one person put him on. Who was that? It was the RZA. Yeah, I would see why. I'm like, dude, why are you involving kids in the Wu-Tang? Now tell me who is the man oh, With the high potent lyrics no rapper can never stand I get down on it and give it the rappers that even act like they want it I come for your title kid, run it Or else get hit with the ultimate Too legit skit, Oh yeah that's that shit Drop lyrics on you, strong as ammonia That is the thong you, scone you, join you I tried to warn you, you was wax as I known you Fake as a cubic zirconia, what I just shown you Real lyrics don't own you Strong as an elephant, intelligent, compelling and elegant Swelling it with every single element Damn, that's some lyrical, lyrical Yo, he's dope I just heard all the Oh, oh, oh. The way he threw the words. Even if he farted on the record, it would sound good. I'm breaking MCs up like EPMD And these nuts, if your rappers trying to seek me I buck wild with style to the out I'm ribbing and running a hundred miles I'm well down, baby gal uh, The greatest nigga to touch it You niggas can't fuck with The incredible skills of the jail from Brooklyn Big up, kid And ain't no weak in me You're fast fucking with Jigga the I'm ho. like Chris Jeans I bring the ass out the nigga When I rock it, it's in the pocket Baby, mop it, don't knock it Till you try it, once you start You can't stop it I'm the cocky breed I'm dope like poppy seed I live one rich with flies in between Get off my dick Stop jacking me when I bust the rhyme. You're digging the sound. I know you're loving the way you're going down, baby. So wait, son, huh? If you're down with the crew, why don't you get on the mic and show and prove? Come on, who time? Killer bees on the swarm. Rain on your college as this so dawn. Slippery when wet, and don't you ever forget you couldn't get a flick of the hype outfit because the way that I dress this foul, man, wow. Enough to make a crowd of women scream, ow! My beats are funky and my rhymes are spunky. So time to be like, well, God damn, what's the rest of it? I don't know. I asked my mama. They don't know. She says, go ask your goddamn father. It's all about me and the place to be. Niggas think they all that. Yo, that shit is cheap. How many people on this track? That was it. Yeah, ODB was the last one. That's dope. I mean, ODB, man. 
I miss him. <laughs> I miss him too, man. We need some ODB. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, man, Big Daddy K, definitely give your respects to that man. He is definitely one of the top lyricists. Definitely, if you have a, a Mount Rushmore of uh, hip-hop artists, he will definitely be up there alongside uh, Big E, not Pac. Um, <laughs> Pac would be a gravel pit somewhere. Oh, cool, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but anyways, yeah, Big Daddy K, make sure to peep him out. First, peep, especially the first two albums. All right, commence Ghost Tones. Make sure to go to Bandcamp, Charlie Chingus. Make sure to check him out and get those downloaded. Hugo Monster. Dot com for all your Hugo Monster needs. He has action figures for you. You got the uh, Not So Angry Podcast or Not Angry Podcast or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, you got them over there doing their thing every single week talking about movies and other vegan expeditions that they have. Um, talented slackers. You got a... Uh, oh. Hmm. Well, I'll talk about it next week. Okay. All right, party people, (laughs) delete your browser history.